Welcome back to the Different Spectrum Podcast. If you haven't listened before, we have conversations around mental health and we dabble in humor. We been... We also try to help people understand, identify, and normalize their emotions from movies and shows, specifically certain scenes. You've probably you've probably already watched these movies and shows, but we're going to use a different perspective, and one could say a different spectrum. Beep boop. Beep boop boop. All right. All right, beep boop. Uh and with that, I am your co-host for the show, Spencer. Also, I have a slight cold today, so I'm probably a little out of it right now. That's why I'm going to be doing <laughs> I thought it was natural. That's your natural. I always have a cold, apparently. That's yeah. right. uh, it's a Minnesota cold. Yeah, always cold, even in the summer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And of course... We have our licensed clinical therapist, our other co-host, or just other host. I don't know, co-host, whatever. Know. It's Nazir. Hello. I let my hair grow, people. You see it. Wow. You see a it. little bit more stubble than usual. You see it. You see, I got you caught in the reverse mohawk. I have. Let me tell you something. I have a shitty beard. Like it doesn't grow like at all here. I have more hair here than I than you do up there. I've never noticed that your beard doesn't grow in. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't know what the deal is. I want one just to feel, just to feel a little bit more like a yeah. man. You know, like the Drake after no. he got the beard. <laughs> and I'm just gonna have to like cake on some like tar. You just put on the stuff that uh, Carlos Boozer used to do or uh, LeBron. Oh, my God. Yeah. That dude. I'm surprised that shit didn't just, like, rub off when he was playing on the court. Oh, Carlos Boozer was terrible back in the day. That was was really bad. bad. It was bad. It was literally, like, Sharpie. Just straight straight his face. Yeah. 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 All right. All right, people. (laughs) We're here today. You're going to talk about mental health and have some funnies. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Uh, so today we're going to take a look at a scene, maybe a few scenes from Liar Liar, the G- featuring Jim Carrey. It's what I do best. Great Jim Carrey. Just lie and lie, huh? Mm-hmm. Is that your deal? You just lie yep. and lie. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, you're gonna be fine right, with your so mental well, health. I'm glad. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm sure your oh boyfriend loves you. I'm. I... If one of your patients finds this out, they're just like, are you lying or telling the truth? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If you pay extra, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. All right. So uh, the scene that we're taking a look at today is where um, Jim Carrey, if you haven't seen the movie, he's a lawyer. And his kid who... You know, is missing his father a lot because his dad lies all the time. Now, as a lawyer, he lies a lot for that. But then mm-hmm. he also gets caught up in his personal life, too. So his yeah. kid has a wish on his birthday and wishes that his dad wouldn't lie anymore, or at least for a day. Yeah. Um, it was for a day. And yeah, and then he magically, he doesn't lie anymore for a whole day um funny movie has some nice moments and in this scene uh jim carrey is trying to convince his son to let him lie again make a wish so he could lie again because a big case is coming up and he needs to lie because his his uh defendant is very guilty very guilty (laughs) she's the worst she's the worst yeah she's so bad um and so yeah so this is a scene and it gets a little deep gets a little deep at the end so yeah this is here anything before we get into the clip uh some fun reels that we're gonna chop from this uh so there's like probably a bunch of different scenes of him having like a full-blown freak out and beating himself up him 
telling yelling at people so there's a bunch of good reels that we're gonna get from this yeah. uh specifically this though we're just trying to get at the emotions of him his son family dynamics mm-hmm. divorce relationships stepdads like we're gonna get into some of that stuff today and then we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. just uh neurodivergent people just having issues with lying and being real blunt yeah. and then you because you might get blunt you might get slapped in the face jesus christ <laughs> yeah so we're gonna talk about honesty. in the scene folks heaven's in the scene he's not saying <laughs> that you're gonna get slapped if yeah you tell the truth. so that's sarcasm yeah no one will be getting slapped uh, you know all yeah. to all of our neurodivergent people yeah. you're not gonna get slapped it's Unless okay you want to go to. outside and hey that's a whole other thing that's a whole yeah. other podcast that's, that's friday night that's different <laughs> spectrums after dark <laughs> <laughs> subscription <laughs> okay uh <laughs> ten dollars <laughs> <laughs> that one or two slaps. Okay, uh, let's get into scene. <laughs> All right. Land the plan. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Do you know what your son was doing at 8.15 last night? He was making a birthday wish that for just one day, his father couldn't tell a lie. Oh, my God. God, that's it. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Would you like them here or there? I would not like Excuse them. Excuse me. Hi, I'm Max's bad father. Er, I'm his father. Dad! Could I borrow him for just one second? Monster Max! Godzilla, you can't play catch? I'd like to, but I can't right now. Max, I gotta talk to you. Your mommy told me about that wish you made last night. It came true, Max. Really? You mean you have to tell the truth? Yes. No matter what? No matter what. Is wrestling real? In the Olympics, yes. On Channel 23, no. Will sitting too close to the TV set make me go blind? Not in a million years. If I keep making this face, will it get stuck that way? Uh Uh-uh. In fact, some people make a good living that way. Now listen, Max. You gotta do something for me. I need you to take back that wish. So you can lie? Yes. But not to you. You see, Max, sometimes grown-ups need to lie. (laughs) It's hard to explain, but if... Look, here's a good example. When your mommy was pregnant with you, she gained a good 40 pounds. There was nothing she wouldn't eat, and Daddy was scared. But when she'd ask me, how do I look? I'd say, honey, you look great. You're beautiful. You're glowing. If I'd have told Mommy she looked like a cow, it would have hurt her feelings. Understand? My teacher tells me real beauty's on the inside. That's just something ugly people say. Max, no one can survive in the adult world if they have to stick to the truth. I could lose my case. I could lose my promotion. I could even lose my job. Now, I need your help, Max, okay? Okay. Okay, now do whatever you did last night. Only this time, make it an unwish. I did it. Excellent! Yeah, I just need a little test. like I'd hoped. Did you unwish it? Only... What? Only what? Yesterday when I wished it, I really meant it. This time when I unwished it, I only did it because you told me to. Alright. Then do it again. And this time, mean it. But I can't. Why not? Because I don't want you to lie. I explained this. I have to lie. Everybody lies. Mommy lies. Even the wonderful Jerry lies. But you're the only one that makes me feel bad. Max, recess is over. Come on in. Mom 
says we're moving to Boston. That isn't for sure yet. She promised we'd talk about it when I come over tonight. I am coming. You believe me, don't you, Max? I'll see you later, buddy. There you go. All right. And we're back. Back. So just watch the clip. Jim Carrey goes to meet his son at school. Tries to convince him to uh, make sure that he can actually lie again. Wish it so. Wish it so, son. Um, so a little bit of backstory, even more. Um, so in the movie, Jim Carrey lies to well he doesn't he does lie he said that he's going to go to his son's birthday party but then ends up sleeping with his boss i think it's his boss and jesus um, forgot about that yeah yeah and then um so he just couldn't make it and so he's left disappointed disappointed in dismay um i think a lot of people feel that way. yeah yeah, just disappointed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How you feel from my therapist yesterday? Disappointed. Oh, I did good. Oh, well, all right. Well, fine. Express Fair your enough. frustrations and anger. You're expressing things now. It's good. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I just think that um, this is a great movie because we, it, he's, Jim Carrey does a great part of is, expressing. Um, just like what it means to like hold in a lie, right? Like what it really is to just be like. And you remember the part where he's like, "All right, the pen is blue." Oh <laughs> yeah, that's pen, right. The the color of this pen is royal blue, <laughs> and he can't <laughs> lie. And then the pen just starts attacking him. Yeah, um, I remember that. It's green. And I just feel like a lot of people probably feel like that in their day to day, right? Like they just have to hold in so like, much. They have to hold in a lot. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they have to hold in the truth, right? Maybe they have to go, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to not, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to lie. Yep. And or, or maybe- for the most part, they actually, yeah. And I just think that maybe that makes people feel bad themselves when they have to lie. Um, because telling the truth is the only thing that they know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Nazir, what did you think of the clip? What did you think of it? Yeah, yeah. So, right, I was like, hey, man, let's do Liar Liar. Because there's yeah. a couple of good funny scenes. And then Spencer's like, yeah, man, let's do this. The the emotional scene with the kid. So, all right. Uh Scene is sad, man. Uh, you know, he's like, hey, man, yes. I need to do this for the job, right? I got this big case coming up, like you said. He mm-hmm. knows that this lady's, like, fully lying. He's defending her, but it's all based on lies. To win, he needs to lie. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's begging his son, begging him, like, hey, man, you got to do this. And his son's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Everyone has to lie, you know? Mm-hmm. But he explains, Jesus Christ, I was thinking about Colin and his wife. You know, I couldn't say that your mom was a cow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask Colin, like, did she ever ask you if you were if she was beautiful, Colin? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, watch, no. Watch Colin just be like, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. Nope. I'm sure he just did that. Yeah, yeah. she's real beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, real, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. Um, and he's like going into other different things. He's like, everybody lies. Mm-hmm. Your ma's new man lies and he's like awesome buying him stuff and gifts uh it's a part of life uh we did it in a prior pod about you know little white lies these big grandiose lies um Mm -hmm. i think if you actually get if you think about it we lie a lot to ourselves to other people like little small lies uh just like the tiniest things or like we'll fab we'll like bloviate or fabricate just a little bit to make ourselves look a little better or to make like mm-hmm. an embarrassing situation look a little less embarrassing. There's just a lot of different things that we, we refine. Right. Or all of us hold back stuff. Like my anxious clients, they hold back tons of 
things that they want to say, but they can't because of anxiety, social anxiety, conflict avoidance. We just did a post on Instagram today about it. Uh, where a lot of my young women will not engage in some of this discourse because systemically society, uh, in the household, they're trained to just behave. This is what you're going to do. This is the role. And the boys can be boys and be act up, speak their truth. And the women are taught a little bit different. Even if they're not taught, subtly they're taught. So I, I end up having a lot of issues with my women expressing anger. Mm. And like getting used to that and confronting people, demanding things from their professors, friends, stuff like that. Not all. Many of my anxious students that were ramrodded by their parents. Um, right. Or, and especially with some of my international kids, man, because like in different Asian cultures, I mean, it, it is it is what it is. A lot of my Arab students, too. Just so much anxiety, and you are going to do what the family says, period. Right. So, it's the, you know, it takes me a while sometimes to be like, you're angry, aren't you? No, I'm not angry. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Like a month goes by, you're angry, huh, ain't you, motherfucker? You're angry now, ain't you? <laughs> uh-huh. I had a client come here uh, recently, and he said, I'm so mad at this one person. I said, damn, I said, it takes a lot to me to get mad at someone. I said, I'm glad you're admitting it now. Uh, it's good to get it out. Don't kill nobody now. <laughs> yeah, as long as you don't hurt others, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah, they just need to let it out. Uh, yeah. So this scene was good for that, for to give you an expression, to visualization on how a lot of people do lie. But then we can talk about why people don't lie, which we just did. Uh, the big thing is with the kid is that, you know, Dad, you hurt me. Mm -hmm. You don't show up. You don't come to this. You don't do that. You make these promises. You hurt Mom, and thus it hurts me. And that's mm -hmm. got to suck for a kid to see. And so he's like, Dad, I like when you're telling the truth. I'm smiling. You're having fun. You're playing with me. Yeah. Why the hell do I want you to go back to lying again? Yeah. Yeah, sad scene right there. Um but, I mean, but it's it happens. Dads, moms, parents, they get busy and promises don't get kept. Uh, mm -hmm. That's That's got to suck for the kid, but it's a reality. Like, you're going to be True. late for shit, but it's going to mess the kid up. It, it happens. I don't know. It does. And I would say with that, I think it hurts more because he put him on such a high, like, just level in his Absolutely. life. Yeah, pedestal. Um, and so I think um, it hurts more because he just sees him in such a high regard. And so once you let him down, it hurts even more and it just crashes even harder because um, you just get let down even more, especially father figures, you know? Yeah. And especially father figures with sons. That's just how it goes. If you put like... someone up on that pedestal and then. Yeah, and 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 if they don't keep their promises, and that's a, a confirmation that maybe they don't love you as much as you thought, and so that that sucks. Yeah, especially on his birthday, like that's pretty that's tough. A, a birthday yeah. party, man, like that's that's pretty tough. Yeah, and you um, and you yeah. decided to get some some punani instead. That's I didn't want to say nothing else. I <laughs> some whoopee. You made whoopee. Some whoop whoop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's and he but the thing is like he he wanted to do it because he wanted to get ahead in his career. Yep. By doing that, right? So he's trying to, you know, better his career. And then in the scene before that, um he they were supposed to go to like a baseball game or something like that. And then his boss told him that he has to do like all this paperwork and stuff. And so now he's doing paperwork instead of spending quality time with his son. Um, and I feel like in a lot of these movies, we see that where like parents just get overloaded overworked. by work and everything because they want to better their kids. They want to better, you know, themselves also and make sure that they have a better status in life. Um, but at the end of the day, then they lose something, um, no matter what, whether it's like the time that they have or the, their kids time, which is very precious because time goes fast, especially goes fast. for like Luke, it does people grow up fast. Um, and then there's always that resentment that, you know, comes along 
right around, you know, when they're older, that they're like, oh, you don't spend time with me. You don't love me. But I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get us everyone somewhere so that then we can keep on going up and up. Having and up, this good no life and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And keeping that good life because you don't want to struggle or anything. Um, so it's always that, like, do I pick the job or do I pick my time with my family? Can I do both? Can yep. I, you know, do everything or not? You know, that's no, a tough thing. For real. Interesting. Yeah. Or do you uh, want to stay at the level where you're at and then yeah. have that more quality time? Yep. Yeah. I had someone, someone sent us an Instagram DM of this video a long, long, long time ago when we started out in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't fully agree with it. I agree with some of it, but it was a video. They was salty. And I feel like maybe right. they just had went through a divorce or lost their kids or something. And it was like the mm-hmm. evolution of a relationship, right? When they're dating, you know, marriage, kid, work, 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 work. And then it was like, you know, you're not, you're trying to get somewhere. And then the divorce, because you're not around her and the kid and, and it falls apart, then they end up with someone else, and you're at like alone, depressed, and suicidal. It was a very mm-hmm. dark, like video visualization. It was a it was a cartoon of this, uh, and I think that's common for both genders, not just men specifically. Is that that work and finances are moving up, right? There's choices that have to be made. It's got to be excruciating, uh, and it's got to be extremely hard to even notice that it's happening. That you're dedicating less time to your loved ones. Mm-hmm. It's just time goes on and you know you get habituated to things next thing you know it's like three years and you haven't really done anything for your partner or your kid and you know, stuff happens right. that would be a tough situation man right uh, you'd have to yeah. really sit down with your partner and talk what are we doing what's the plan mm-hmm. how do we make sure we don't mess up this kid as much as we're, we were messed up right intense uh I told I told Spence I'm like I wonder if this kid acted in any other movies. I'm gonna go back and look this he, up later. He did, but nothing as big as nothing like big. this. Okay, no, and that's kind of the thing is like a lot of these, you know, kid. child stars. Very few kind of go yeah. up to do much else. There's a there's a lot that do, but then there's not a lot. It, there's not don't. a lot, but there is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, I was wondering. Um, so we're going to make a, a a pit stop and talk about some mm-hmm. neurodivergent stuff. Uh, so this inability to lie or to not really like it or not be comfortable with it, right? It just doesn't feel mm-hmm. congruent with you. Uh, there's going to be a lot of neurodivergent folks that that's a practice. That is a thing that they just speak their truth, their mind, their bluntness, their openness. Or maybe they give you too much and they're too open, they're too naive, and they'll like trauma dump on you by accident. Um, mm. But I have a lot of clients that I work with where they get into trouble. They got comorbid ADHD, uh, and they'll say something impulsively, and they're like, "Damn, they're in trouble." You know, I do it all the time. Right? I'll be kicking it, boom, up, uh, I went across mm-hmm. the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to a human the other day that I was working with, and. Yeah, I got a text from someone and it just it rubbed me the wrong way. This person, my client was neurodivergent. The person that texted him was neurodivergent. So keep in mind, you know, they probably didn't mean any harm from the text that they said. They were just letting you know something very factually. And you're right. interpreting it as negative, but you know that your friend is not hurting you. Right. They said it very matter of fact. So you got to have like good faith. Take things at good faith that your friend is not hurting you, your loved one's not hurting you. They're just being very direct, very blunt. And saying that, sometimes we need to learn the skills to articulate ourselves, our cadence, our tone of voice, word selection a little bit better with our loved ones. Or if you're working in work, you know, got coworkers, you can't be like, you suck. (laughs) We do that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, well, we do, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. At work, you can't, can't be, be telling like, that to your boss. Hey, man, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you don't do shit, man. <laughs> uh, that's why all your students hate you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Man, you sick again? I know you're cheating. I know you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
Yeah, you can't say that stuff. You got to play the political game. Uh, so it's it's the thing, man. You got to handle things and pick the right words. Even when you're giving like feedback, critical feedback for someone, like positive feedback, but also critical feedback, there's a way to right. deliver it where they don't just feel friggin' terrible. Uh, right. I've I've taken lots of feedback on many different things in my professional development. I remember mm-hmm. my one boss was like, "Man, you take this stuff real good." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to get better. Like, I don't, I don't really care." Like I literally came in here knowing I didn't know how to do this presentation. And now that you're telling yeah. me that it's kind of trash, like I'm not that hurt. Cause I already knew it was kind of trash. See, and that's, that's the thing. I think me and you really kind of go on that. Like we're really good on that basis of just like, we kind of already know we kind of beat ourselves up in that aspect. We're just like, yeah, I know what I did wrong. I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it sometimes. And then other times we do have to have other people be like, yo, man, like you kind of stepped over a little bit. You need to try to do this, this, and this, yep. which is fine. But yeah, I think we're pretty good at being like, yeah, I messed up here. Uh, this is what I need to do to go back. And sometimes it does help to have another person agree with that. Because then, you know, you can go along and be like, okay, so I do need to do that. But sometimes you don't need to hear it at all. Like, I already know. I got it. Yep. I got it. Sometimes you already know uh, with me and certain things. Like, I did know I'm new prof- new professional. I need to okay. learn. That's why you're my supervisor. Uh, sure. Like the critiques I gave you the other day on uh, the job stuff that we were doing. Hey, man, man yeah. try this. Try this. Right? I yeah. mean, all the other stuff looks good. But add in these other things and you're, you're smooth. Yeah. Um, it's all based out of love and making sure that you get to the next spot and it looks good. Mm-hmm. If I would have came mm-hmm. in there like, man, this trash, bro. I don't know like, what this is. I, I wouldn't post this on <laughs> what true social or whatever the hell it is called. Like, <laughs> at that point, I just be like, end meeting and um, never talk to you again. Right, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Well, I never loved you anyway. <laughs> And I don't know why we're friends. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there's a way to give feedback, man. There's a way if you're a coach yeah. to talk to your players to get the best out of them. We we did some of that, some of it, uh, going back to the last pod that came out last week for effective leadership on Mighty Ducks. Uh, was Mighty Ducks, yeah. Yeah, so we did that, right, and how to talk to people, right? You just can't be derogatory. You got to give two yeah. positives. One critique. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to cut through that BS and delay it soft on humans. Uh, and you got to be more blunt. It depends on, you know, what rules are they breaking and what's going on. For my neurodivergent folks, they're not taking a lot of things into contemplation, just kind of doing their own thing. How you doing? Terrible. Hmm, okay. The normal thing to say is, you know, I'm doing good. And you? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, you did ask a question, so they answered that question. Uh, True. Yes. So there's a lot of nuances in human and social behavior. It can be very tiring, very confusing. Yeah. Uh, the blunt factor, it's a thing. Uh, yeah. It can cause many of my neurodivergent uh, students to feel a little bit more isolated. Because like some people might not like it, might rub a lot of neurotypical people the wrong way. All neurodivergent people would be like, "This is, this is fucking awesome!" I'm like you're actually telling me what I want to know. Like finally, yeah. <laughs> it's like, do you like me as a friend? No. Oh, thank you. Okay, now I can go. All right. Well, I guess we're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the reason why some of my clients, my neurodivergent clients, enjoy working with me more. Mm-hmm. You're going to know what I'm thinking. You're going to know what I'm saying. I'm not hiding anything. I'm going to be very blunt and direct. Matter of fact, doesn't mean that I'm not nice. Doesn't mean that I'm not caring or empathetic. But there's a way that I'm going to say it where you don't have to guess what I'm thinking. I will tell you. If you ask me mm-hmm. a question, you're like, Nas, am I crazy? I will tell you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. 10%. <laughs> Well, if this is the scale, how much is this? Well, the scale is only about this. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't really have to get into percentages, okay? Just, yeah, just go with this. Trust me. Yeah, you don't need no actual size now. <laughs> the scale. Uh, <laughs> like legit, those students will ask me that, man. Am I broken? I'd be like, 
calm down. Right. Everyone's a little bit broken. We can talk about like, are you broken to where you can never be repaired and all that stuff? No, it's bullshit. Are you broken to where we need to do a lot of preparing, love, kindness, some other stuff to get you back to where you need to be, maybe to hold some things down and be by yourself before we get into another serious relationship or another serious mm-hmm. friendship or before we start telling people things? Like there is that circle of, what do they call it? Not the circle of truth, like the circle of trust. like knowledge, trust. Yeah. Oh. So like you got your, on the very outer onion shell, you got like random strangers. You got your randos. Oh my god! Then you got We're your acquaintances. Onion conversation. Onion. Jesus. Then you got some acquaintances, classmates that you know. Then it's like kind of your homies, right? Yeah, you mess with them, you hang out here. And then you got your best friends. Then you got your partner. Then you got your therapist and your doctor right in the middle. <laughs> circle. <laughs> circle. Uh, that's a Chuck and Larry scene that we're going to get to probably uh, in the oh, next yeah. like next week or two with Celine. We're going to do Hardball with Celine and then Chuck and Larry with Celine. Because um, Hardball is going to be pure music. Uh, but yeah, no, the circle of trust and honesty, there's some people that you can open up to and some people that you should probably hold a few things back and maybe there'll be a little bit more yeah. om- omitting. Yeah. Uh, then there's the reciprocal. You got mm-hmm. some folks that are neurodivergent, or just some folks in general. Not even I'm not even gonna put this on autism. Some folks that just be lying about everything all the time. I, you yeah. know, all the time about everything, even small things. I'm like, come on, man, you didn't need to lie to me about that kid. Right. Yeah, I swear I'm doing all my homework. I get I get your grades. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Students. Students sent me an email. I'm like, man, you know, I'm going to finish strong. I'm going to knock these classes out. I just got an email. You know, I just got kicked out of school. Like, I thought you was getting all your shit done. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, man, we've all been there. <laughs> hey, we've all we've all been there. We've all been there. Sometimes we lie because, you know, the truth hurts us. It does, yeah. We'd rather avoid it and not, you know, not go into that conversation and get to the next day. Uh, Spence. Can you imagine a world where you couldn't lie? No. I I really couldn't. To be as blunt as I... Like, I'm already pretty blunt, but I hold a lot back. And if I couldn't, it'd be bad, man. It'd be bad. bad. (laughs) So I guess the, the difference I was wondering is in the show, technically... He's not saying everything that he thinks. It's only when people ask him direct questions. So maybe we would be yes. able to hold back some stuff. But if only, people, but that, no, if people knew we couldn't look, lie, if, we would be screwed. But look, if we you talked about having the the circle of trust. Yeah, circle. Circle. That was a circle. Um, that wasn't no oh no, that circle's got a little close there. You're like circle. <laughs> no, I feel so awkward. I'm going to do what I did in group therapy the other day when they said, I have this toy. It's a squishy ball. And then the yeah. one kid says, it feels like a boob. <laughs> and these are all graduate students. They're all in their 30s. And then, and then they start passing it to each other. And there's, there's mostly women in there. And then yeah. they're like, it does feel like a boob. And I'm like, oh my God. one of the students is a gay man. And he goes, I've never filled a boob before, but I think this is what it feels like. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and then they they said they gave it nicknames. Oh my god, they call it BB Big Boob. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus. Sorry for this digress, but like, it's I literally did the the next twenty minutes in therapy like this. <laughs> like, all right, boob. Yes. Yep. Yes. One student walks in when it was happening. Yeah. They're like, "What did I miss?" <laughs> too much too much okay go back to the circle of trust <laughs> yes the circle um you could jeez sorry you can have like you can have those friends that you kind of don't lie to that you hold things back because if they ask you something then you have to go a hundred percent. So you can only have those friends that are close, that can really handle 
your truth telling. Yep. And even then, they might not be able to, because you know, for 100% some people, is hard. You might lie a little bit to that one person, just a little bit, and just being shave a little very off the top. Blunt. Yeah, just being like, you are so annoying right now. Like that already would probably make people run away. Yep. So I don't think we can live in a world where it's a hundred percent truth. Maybe we can be even. I don't even think he could be like subtle, subtly telling the truth though. It seemed like he had to be blunt. Yeah, he was all the time. It was intense. Yeah, and so you can't even be like sort of like uh, I don't know about that. Like that, I don't know if that's like a great idea. Like that kind of gray area where it's like it's not really lying, but it's kind of just like passively telling the truth. I guess it's like whatever um, came to his head, that's what he had to say. It's like there was no impulse control. No, exactly, and I think we have to have that control, or else we're. We're just not going to be able to function and actually talk. Can you imagine if we just bluntly said anything? It would be terrible. It would be like, what is happening right now? Oh, it would be bad. I wouldn't even like, I'd be like, it'd be like teenage or college year me. How you doing now? How you doing, baby girl? (laughs) (laughs) It would not. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever gotten to the barking part of my life where I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) you never got to the zoo animal part. Fucking rabid dog going off on women. (laughs) (laughs) He's foaming at the mouth. Run. (laughs) Can of corn. I'll be okay. Can of corn. Can of corn. Just give me a can of corn. (laughs) Dico. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it would be really hard for me. Um, I guess not a lot of humans ask me direct questions. Like outside of therapy, it doesn't happen a ton. Most of the time, I'm pretty truthful. But like you said, you shave a little off here, you say a little bit here. Yeah. A person the other day, oh my God, if they watch this podcast. Oh, Jesus. I was oh, like, no. this this uh, this human professor that I met at, at the campus the other day, they're like, yeah, man. They were like hitting it off and like talking. I'm like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm literally just trying to watch the movie and they just kept like talking and talking. Then they sat yeah. next to me and I'm like, bro, back your ass. <laughs> like I ain't trying to talk to you no more. Like I'm done. Right. Um, so then we walk out, and you know, he's like, "Here, man, you know, to take my number." I'm like, "Yep, all right." So I take his number. He's like, "We need to hang out." I'm like, "Oh, yep, yep, yep." <laughs> <laughs> like it's not happening, bro. I've heard this so many, so many people want to just like hang out with you. So many it's people. Hilarious. And you. <laughs> I got you, dog. He literally texted me back. Never talked to me. He texted me like it was good. It was good getting to know you, man. This and that. Thanks. Thanks for your number. Didn't even respond. (laughs) Why did you give? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) The good thing is he said that uh, he has like ADHD too, and so like he can't get this far into podcasts. So like we're good. (laughs) He said you got 15 minutes. I'm like, all right. I hope he watches this whole thing and just like that motherfucker. <laughs> um, something funny. I finally got one of the dudes. We exchanged numbers with one of the dudes I've been working out in the way pit. I've, I've exchanged some awkward stories of me shaking his hand and oh, yeah. uh, one of the, one of the Korean dudes at the at the way pit. And so we we worked out the other day this and that. We exchanged numbers. We're gonna try and lift together a few times. Oh my gosh! Um, look look at me making my first friend in three years. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Yeah. First friend, yeah, since I met you. So when was that? 2017. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. People and think I'm like been yeah. out of state for two years. Almost three. Yeah. Almost three. Shit. Uh yeah, man. Well, I didn't want to work out, man. I ain't got time for all the other stuff. So we're gonna work out. Let's do it. Uh I don't know. Yeah, the other dude was super cool, man. It was just kind of funny. So that bluntness yeah. and honest, can you imagine? Like, yeah, bro, I'm not going to hang out with you. No, man. He'd be like, what? He would have thought I was an asshole, and I'm not an asshole. But then maybe it's an asshole to think, but I got too much other stuff to do. And... But is it still an asshole thing not responding to his text? Yeah, I probably should have said something. I'm not going to lie. I actually thought the dude was hitting on me the whole time. And so I was like, 
he kept saying his wife. I'm like, your wife. Sure. Yeah. He's just like, this can easily pop off. Just like, yeah. You know. <laughs> I was like, man, lubrication now, dog. Calm it down. Calm it down. Uh, I don't oh, get that. Cool. I never. Cool, dude. Can I just say though, I never get that with other dudes. Like, I don't know. I guess I just don't. I don't really connect with other dudes like that. I don't just like go up to guys. I'm like, hi, how's it going? Like, what's happening today? It might be through basketball or, but it never really, it always stays on that like surface level though, of where I'm like, I'm not being a hundred percent myself. Yep. Only time it's ever happened. Well, not ever, but only time it's really happened is with you. I just keep showing up. I Joe Biden your ass. For people who don't know that. Old Joe. (laughs) Yeah, for people who don't know that reference, uh, whether you hate him or you like him, it is not the point. Is it's from New Girl. It's when you're trying to date someone, you just keep showing up and showing up and showing up, and eventually you get elected president. So, Jesus, you just gotta not die. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I Joe Biden the shit out of you. Yeah, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man. That's just I. That just takes a whole other level of balls, because I don't even like going up to really anybody. I just stay yep. on my own lane. <laughs> For somebody to just go up to you, and be like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" And then get your number. How the fuck do you get your number? <laughs> yeah. Get it? Yeah, we were talking in the class, and then we were eating nachos there, and then you know, we exchanged numbers. I was like, "Hey, he's a cool dude. Maybe I'll talk to him one day." I was like, "It's probably not gonna happen," but. Uh, usually That's all it takes is nachos to get your ass. To give your I'm number. telling you, ladies, if you're watching, just get them nachos and get that number. That's it. That's it. Now, as we going to the nacho spot when you're trying to get married, at the, at the oh, nacho well, spot, you just you said the magical words. Um, I can get you a ring, nachos and chicken wings. <laughs> it's not, not complicated. <laughs> I'm easy to satisfy, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably going to have a heart attack by 35, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, what was I going to say? It was about uh, getting people's numbers. Oh, oh man. You want to see me get numbers, boy. I was at St. Mary's when I'm, like, putting together mm-hmm. the basketball games and all that. I'm yeah. getting students' emails and numbers so quick. And even before in graduate school, I would send out mass texts and emails to get people to play ball. It was nuts. Uh, wow. So I'm just used to getting people's numbers because I'm like, we're gonna ball. But it was never like I'm gonna get your number so we can hang out and get a beer. Like that that was never a thing. Uh, no. so like now same thing. Like if I wanted to get some other people's numbers, uh, I could. Um so if we're talking about telling the truth and hanging out with men and socializing, mm-hmm. most men usually it's like this video I seen on Instagram, a real you see him walking by or you see him at the gym, right? Maybe two, three, four, five times, same time all the time. Then maybe by the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time, you say, hey, what's up? You start nodding at each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe by the tenth to the twentieth time, you're like, hey, man, you might start a small conversation. You know, before you know it, mm-hmm. now you're actually like talking about stuff. Uh, right. Like it happened. I was waiting in line to do leg press the other day. You know, this buff white boy, I, I, we waiting in line. I say, hey, man, you mind if I cut in with you? Like, me, do it together? He's like, I, you're pretty strong, right? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty strong, but, like, how many plates? He's not that strong as I thought he was. So I figured I'd mm-hmm. still just warm up with him. Uh, so then we end up talking about a bunch of stuff uh, while waiting in line. I would have never cut into him if I wouldn't have already seen him for, like, a right. year in the gym. Oh. It's been legit. Well, it's been since the summer, so... Right. I feel like what's the word I'm looking for? Reoccurrence. Multiple times seeing someone, I don't I don't know. Multiple times seeing someone makes it you more prone to maybe say something. Why do you think that is with men though? Why do you think that is that we as men we're just not it takes like, longer? Uh, like why does it take longer for us to like connect that way? Is it a trust thing? Is it more of like we don't want to seem like Sorry to say, we don't want to seem gay or something could like be. that. It could be, uh, we don't want to be judged as gay. It could be weird or awkward. Uh, you also don't want to burden anyone if they're playing ball or got their headphones in or lifting. True. 
right? I mean, it's not like I wanted to partner in with him and do leg press. You know, I'd rather do it on my own, but I don't want to have to wait another 30 minutes. Uh, Right. Yeah, I mean, there's just a bunch of different complications on why it takes us so long to finally be like, hey, man, what's up? Right. I seen you around the gym in them shut shirts now, baby girl. Short shorts for dude. Actually, off topic. A lot of dudes are actually wearing a lot of short shorts in the gym these days. I'm like, Jesus. They're back in style. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I I try not to do short shorts. I'm a long. I like them on my knees usually, yeah. right around there, maybe like right above. But yeah, a lot of dudes. They almost look like short shorts. Biking shorts. It's like interesting. I'm like, okay. Uh, just like hairy hamstrings everywhere, but it's really cool. I got too much ass. I can't be doing all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm in there off, weird. Like, damn, son. <laughs> damn, baby girl. <laughs> Spence just look back at you. Get him out of there. <laughs> Run. Run. Yeah, I'm like in a full hoodie with my hood up when I'm lifting it to gym. So I know it's got to be terrifying. Uh, yeah, no. If I didn't know you, I'd be like, that motherfucker it looks like a problem. Yeah, 100%. I know, like, all these little white kids in there, like, freaking out when they see me. Yeah. It's interesting. But, yeah, I don't know what it is, man. There's a bunch of different complications that get in the way, whereas our counterparts, uh, right, women, they have a much easier time of talking and chatting right off the, right off the get. They go to a yoga class or working out. They may say a few things. Dude, it like, takes oh, us a I second like your, to warm up. I like your outfit. Like, we can't do that to other guys. We can't be like, no. oh, hey, man, I like your outfit. Like the fuck? It happens here on the pod, like where the girls will talk to each other. Like, oh my god, I love your earrings! I was like, yeah. "Your face is your face from last week." Yeah, you remember that time when your face stayed the same? It's still the same. <laughs> also, if you were telling the truth, man, uh, it would be such a sketchy area. I guess you'd have to be asked a question, but I just see so many men getting in trouble. Just, just saying the most horrific things to women because a lot of men will sexualize things quickly. Let's be honest, man. We as men, we have to lie to yep. women. And honestly, they women. It's so weird though because a lot of women want to say that they want somebody who tells the truth, but yet you know exactly what we're going for. And so if we go off the bat with that. We're going to get rejected. Oh, yeah. Off the bat. Yep. Off the bat. So it's like we have to lie somewhat in order to be with you, but yet you don't want us to lie to you. Yeah, it's a complex thing, the the, the dance it's complex, of courtship. It's but it's not. It's, it's complex, but it's not. It shouldn't be, but it is. It shouldn't. It is. Because you know exactly what I want, but yet I'm lying to you and saying, like, Psh, I just don't want just that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want just that. Did you know I do? <laughs> you know what I want, girl. You know and, what I want. In saying that, um, my women also look at other people, too, and look at other men and women. They're they looking at, at things, too, but they might not sexualize it as much. Is what men do. I've noticed that when talking to people in therapy. Um, There'll be a lot of comparison of body, but it'll be Mm -hmm. looking at someone's body or clothing, but it's usually in comparison of themselves and how they feel. Right. right? So, oh my God, do it. Is it my butt, my thighs, my hair, you know, how my weight? It's all that stuff, but usually about themselves in comparison. It gets pretty. Pretty anxiety provoking, and then it can lead to some really weird eating disorder things too. Um, with men, there's comparison with our counterparts uh, or with our our colleagues and coworkers or humans with a man in the gym. A lot of comparison. It's not much sexualization, but when it comes to women, there's usually a sexualization of things. Um, that's just a pattern that I've noticed with most folks, and so it's something that I have to work with on a lot of my boys. Because why they can uh, talk, they get social anxiety around women. I'm like, man, you keep going way too far down the rabbit hole, all the way to like sex and babies. I'm just trying to get you to send a gift. Like, let's let's back it up. Let's back the train up. It's like what, uh, my neurodivergent kid I talked to the other day. Uh, so Nas, I'm not doing this. 
Like, we not, you know, I'm not cool with all the sex stuff. I said, well, why, why are you going right to sex? Go, <laughs> we, 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 we just trying to get you to go on a date. I'm just trying to get you to go for coffee with someone. Right. <laughs> Some people will quickly jump to sex. Uh, some of my men tend to visualize a little bit more and sexualize. I'm just glad that we all can't tell the truth. Can you imagine? They'd be like, why do you like me? Because you got that bum bum. bum. <laughs> you got bum bum. I was thinking like she got her. <laughs> Jesus. We, we're not talking about sex no more. She got that <laughs> dumb drug for Oh my god! I don't know what this is. But can we be real though? It's like sometimes when we do, when we as men like don't even want sex, like we're just like, yeah, I'll be cool with this chick or whatever. Yep. And then she's just like, ah, you just want like immediately she thinks you want sex. And True. I'm like, that does okay, happen. Okay, so I'm not putting out that vibe but yet. You still get that vibe. I think that's yep. just. I think that's also kind of uh, narcissistic, personally, because you just thinking like I just want you for that. When I'm just like trying to chill, or I'm just trying to like be like, let's go out, let's go out to eat or something. Yeah, we're legit just friends it. talking. Is is yeah, which it's fair because I understand guys are always trying to do that, but yep. at the same time, like. I'm not, yeah, down, you're girl. not. <laughs> but there's been a residual uh, effect, which is, uh, which is now led that hum- human to believe that everyone will have that same effect. So one could say it was narcissism. I could also say it's just uh, for some, it's going to be a slight level of like narcissism because they're like hypersexualized, maybe, and they're thinking that that's everything. Every relationship's only about that. Right. Some will just be from like the traumas. And let's let's not let's not call it a big T like sexual violence, but like small traumas right. of like men always wanting one thing. Uh, so it's like some of my students that are asexual, right. and they want to be in a relationship, but then obviously when it gets to that point, they're like, nope. And the boys like, yep. Or the girl or the other humans like, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and so that that can lead someone to always thinking like, ah, oh, what's the point of trying? Or if yeah. you're hanging out with me. You want something else. There's the mistrust Fair. there. There is. And so even if you're like a good dude, the mistrust has been implanted from others. True. True. Yeah. I, and also, I just think that, mm, getting off topic, but Go ahead. it's more of like, I don't know, that's, it's sexual. It's, for me, especially, I feel like I have to connect with you on that level or else. Yep. It's just it's not, it doesn't feel like a complete thing, right? It doesn't feel like a complete relationship for me. Yep. And um, I just think that uh, if you are asexual or anything, honestly, I think it's a lot better if you come out with that. And that might be tough, obviously. Yep. Um, but it's always good to be like, yeah, I'm asexual. I'm not really attracted to people in that way. I might in be attracted way. in another way but I'm not really attracted in that way and stuff because honestly off the bat, it's just like, well, sorry, I, I have to have this certain then thing other thing, or, or, or else it won't evolve into anything else. Yep. So, so it is good for them. Uh, those folks that identify as that to maybe say that a little bit sooner, if it's safe, if they can, uh, yeah. which it usually is because then, you're not going to put yourself in a sketchy situation where things go further, further, further. And then now, now what now it can get real sketchy. So that need the yes. conversation probably needs to come up or be like, if you're dating on apps profiles, uh, just because yep. someone is ace ace doesn't mean that they're a ace, uh, a romantic. Cause they could still mm-hmm. want a really, really good partner. They just don't want all the mm-hmm. other stuff. And that leads into a lot of different complexities, but open and all the, a lot of different stuff, but you are right. right. Uh, that's like something that needs to be in the forefront. Uh, You'd be surprised when I'm still working with people that are like dealing with that. They think that they're like freaks or weird because like society thinks that mm. everyone should be partnered up and paired. Mm. Lost stigma around it. It's intense. They think that they're just that means they're going to be alone forever, and then you know. Or I had one student say that you know if I don't get married to a dude, or even a woman, just if I don't get married, then I'm not going to get like the career I want because people think I'm going to be the weird cat lady. It's like, I've, I've never actually heard of like someone worrying 
marrying someone because they don't want to be perceived as weird. I was like, girl, we can't yeah. do this. That like that is such a a break of your boundaries. I don't want you to do this. Right. Yeah. Unless like you love the person, then okay, but like Yeah, don't get married to be married. Just to further create it'd be like a political thing. Which is so that just seems odd because it just that seems such like a really backwards thing. I've never really heard of I, I haven't heard that maybe, too much. Yeah, I also haven't been that professional. Like I maybe I haven't been in that much of a professional setting yep. yet. I was like, are you running for like, president? Like what's going on? I know. You must have a first lighter. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you gotta have like a family, one dog, like <laughs> just two point five kids. <laughs> Where'd the other half go? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Jamal? It's <laughs> <laughs> only not a name I can think of. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> where'd you go? Where'd you go? Colin just sent me a, a video, a reel of Kyler Murray on the football field, but it was like the, uh-huh. the it was like a high school football team where the dude was like a foot tall. Oh my God. It was hilarious. I'll send it to you. I think I might have. I'm open. Just, I can't weird. see over the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, honesty, man. It's a thing. Liar, liar. It is. I remember watching. I was intense back in the day when I was a kid thinking about it. Like, man, he's saying a lot of horrible stuff and doing a lot. He was hurting yeah. a lot. He hurt a lot of people when he was telling the truth. Uh, he did. Uh, so I think it's something to take from this story. We talked about right. men in this. We talked about relationships. We didn't get too much into what I thought we would because we diverged, but it's fine. Uh, having like the divorce and the family and the breakup and like how that can mess with the kid. And, yeah, but it's fine. Uh, we can get into that in a different pod. Um, I think it's good at the end. They write, obviously, him and the kid get really close again. I feel like uh, even though the curse was lifted, he's like, yeah, man, I'm telling the truth. Yeah. And his kid's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then he like broke both of his legs. Because <laughs> he was on the chasing the plane you or know, something. He was chasing the plane and then he hit like a like one of the luggage things. Yep. Started flying. And then he just broke both of his legs and shit. Yep. I remember that. Uh, he throws yep. a shoe at a plane. Yep. Great movie. Because he's on that thing, Great. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was old. I wonder what year it was from. 2000? has been 90. like, ni- no, 93 probably. Jesus. Okay. Maybe 96. Maybe 96. Okay. Yeah, because um, that was when he was on his run of, like, movie after movie. All movies. Ace Ventura. Yeah. All of that. He was doing everything. All of them. In Living Color. Ugh. Yep. Such a great show, Bruce uh, Almighty. He was knocking him out Bruce back Almighty. then. Yep, that was two. That was around like two thousand six. Probably that was toward the end. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, man. Okay. That man had a long run. He did. Long run. He did. He did. Uh, all right, folks. I'm gonna have Spence kick it off here. But before we do that, yes. um, the next pods coming up after this one releases will be uh, higher learning. With Ice Cube, uh, and then we will get into uh, Hardball, and what was the other one that I said? Chuck and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So those are the three pods coming up after this. Uh, bring your suggestions if you got any. Uh, shoot us. Let us know. Keep watching the reels on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, different spectrums. Much love, Spence. Take us out, man. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Please hit those buttons below. Subscribe, follow, like. Put some comments down if you want to. Comment. That'd be great. Let us yes, know if comment. you're a liar. Yeah, are you a liar? You lie? What do you lie about? Tell us. <laughs> What'd you be lying about? You just fake your death. It's just like, hey, I saw this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is Nazir, I'm Spencer, and this is the Different Spectrums Podcast. Bye. It's like a circle.